This episode of Swiss Pats is brought to you by Les Arseniques. Hi, we're the kids from Les Arseniques Junior. We wrote and produced our very own play, and we are performing it for you in June. On June 8th and 9th, we will be performing at the Bau 3 in Basel, formerly known as Theaterfalle. Secrets and Lies is a story told through compelling snapshots. Eleven kids are struggling with themselves and others in everyday life. Some have secrets. Some tell lies. Some fit in. Others don't. Go to eventfrog.ch slash secretsandlies to get your tickets for this limited series of performances. That's eventfrog.ch slash secretsandlies. So, if this sounds like fun, our auditions on the 12th and the 19th of June. If you do decide to come, that would be greatly appreciated. If you want more information, come see us after the play. We rehearse Wednesdays from 5 to 6.30 in Basel. It's a lot of fun, we learn a lot, and it's very professional. And there's a dog. But seriously, come check us out at lesarcenic.ch. Also, check us out on Instagram, at lesarcenic. Thanks for listening! And come see the play. G'day everyone and welcome to this week's edition of Swiss Pat. We have a special for you. I'm Susie and I'm joined by Don. Yeah, you're not going to be singing, are you? No, that's not that kind of special. Oh, thank not God. Kind of okay. So once a month, uh, we at the Swiss Pats, we provide you lovely listeners with what is happening in Switzerland. This is just a quick uh, rundown of all of the things that we found happening all over Switzerland, not just in the German speaking part, just so you've got kind of a, you know, an idea of what you can get involved in in Switzerland, because there is always something happening. So don't forget to like us at Facebook and Instagram, as well as Twitter. Uh, If you already do, thank you so much. We have reached over 1000 likes on Facebook. So thank you so much, everyone. We really appreciate that. And uh, yeah, so thank you so much. And uh, let's get started with what's happening in Switzerland in June. Which is also, don't forget, the second weekend is Father's Day. So make sure you do something nice for all the fathers in your life. There you go. There's our first event that's happening. I know. Father's Day. Should I invite people on the golf trip I'm taking with your husband? Or There you go. See, I already worked out my husband's Father's Day gift. I go. didn't even know it. He's going on a golf trip. There so you go. I'm sorted. If you don't know, Father's Day is on the... Second Sunday of June. There you go. I didn't know that. So there you go. Now, I have something happening a little earlier than the second Sunday in June. This one um, is a play. Don, what is your favorite William Shakespeare? Uh, I don't have one. What? You're a theater guy. I didn't. I, I never really got into Shakespeare. Okay. I know. My favorite is A Midsummer's Night's Dream. I've always loved it. I loved it when I was at school. I loved reading it. I think it, it's they've even got movies and all sorts, and, and it's a really, really good one. So there you go. You need to get yourself into that one. It's kind of like a comedy slash everything else. I know. It's just, 
I, I just can't do Shakespeare. I know. Well, I think I you should at least try. Yeah, the look of disappointment in your face is... A little disappointed in yeah. you, Don. Okay, so A Midsummer Night's Dream is going to be playing, um, presented by TNT Theatre Britain. So they're going to be doing two shows. The first one's on the 3rd of June and the second is on the 6th of June. And uh, they're doing two places in Switzerland. The first is in the courtyard of the Chateau de Chillon in uh, V2, which um, I don't know where that is. I guess it's on the French-speaking side. And the second one is in the courtyard of the Schloss Oberhofen in Lake uh, Thun. So the performance is in English. It will be happening rain or shine. As you could probably tell by what I was saying with the locations, they are outdoors. However, they've both got... um, a kind of a backup plan if it does rain so they'll they've got indoor places to do it if they need to do they have umbrellas back in shakespeare time just all the actors holding umbrellas maybe who knows (laughs) to be or not to be to be wet or not to be (laughs) because i have an umbrella um so this it's a rare opportunity to enjoy world-class theater and it the the settings are absolutely beautiful i googled them they're gorgeous the chateau du chillon is so stunning it's right on the water it's so lovely i'd like to go there just for that i know that that place is incredible have you been just, there yes it's amazing it's absolutely amazing there you go where is it castle Chion. yeah it's down so wait basically from it's from montreux it's about a 10 minute train ride southeast there you go Right on the lake there. Well, we already know that part of the world is so beautiful. So right by Vevey, Montreux. Yeah, it's it's stunning. I think to see a Shakespeare play in that kind of setting, as well yeah. as the the one in Lake Tune, just sounds awesome. But let me tell you a little bit about um, a Midsummer Night's Dream. If you haven't, if you're not aware. As you look at me, yes, I I am not. So it's Shakespeare's most popular comedy. See, I was right about it being a comedy. The story follows the fortunes of a quartet of lovers who are lured to the forest by fairies who trick them with a magic potion that forces them to fall in love with the first person they see. Sadly, the queen of fairies takes uh, takes the potion herself, and when a donkey crosses her path, she falls in love with the beast. This hilarious comedy explores the madness of love, and laughs at human folly. It contains some of the finest poetry that Shakespeare wrote, slapstick comedy, touching love scenes, mystery, and theatrical magic. This is Shakespeare as might have graced the original globe. Funny, direct, visual, musical, and appealing to any and every audience. So I think it sounds awesome because I actually have seen it uh, played before, and and I also played it when I was in school. It is a really fun um, production, and I think that, I would like to see it. And as I said, this one's in English. Um, The dates again are the 3rd of June and the 6th of June. Uh, The 3rd of June is at the the Chateau de Chillon. And the 6th of June is at the Schloss Oberhofen in uh, Thun, uh, on the Lake Thun. If you want to get tickets, uh, they're starting from 27 francs and they kind of have like a stepped up, uh, you know, I guess the better your seat, the more expensive it is. And you you can just uh, uh, Google the TNT Theatre Britain to get tickets or you can also send an email. I'm going to give it to you, but we'll also have it on our website, mwoker, that's M-W-O-K-E-R at hotmail.com. So then kind of going back to basics, they don't have like a website where you can book the tickets directly. But uh, yeah, it's definitely worth seeing if, if you're into Shakespeare, unlike don over there yeah well what i am into are farmer's market i am a sucker for a good farmer's market that you going back to your roots get uh, your 
Get your uh, wellies on. Yeah, I don't own a pair of those, but if I did, I would probably wear them. But this farmer's market is happening June 8th in a town called Sumisvald. Sorry, Sumisvald. And it's a nostalgic farmer's market. So the traders are going to be wearing traditional clothing that they did at the time of Jeremiah Gottelf. Now, who this guy is, he's a Swiss novelist that was born in 1797. So you can only imagine what they are going to be wearing. So the traders and the visitors are going to be wearing clothes from that time, right? Sometimes I look at my wardrobe and my clothes are so old that maybe I would fit right in. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Just go deep dive in the, in the closet and you can go to this farmer's market. And there's so not only are, are everybody going to be wearing clothes of the period of the time, old time crafts are going to be demonstrated. There's going to be stands filled with regional products. This, uh, this is uh, this area is it's about two hours from Zurich, an hour and a half from Luzern, hour and a half from Interlaken, uh, but it's it's in a very beautiful part of uh, of Switzerland, obviously. But it's just in short, it's kind of just like this lively market that just takes you back in time, right? And uh, you know, like I said, it's just a farmers market, a lovely way to spend a day. It's June eighth, um, and it's during the day, so. Head over to Sumi's Vald and check it out. I like those events because they always have things like hands-on things. Yeah. So when I go to any sort of market where they're selling stuff, I get distracted by the shiny jewelry and the, you know, handmade clothes and, you know, all that stuff. And my kids get bored. So these sorts of things are great for like letting your kids build something with a saw and, right. you know, a hammer while I'm shopping. So that I think that that sounds like it will be one of those sorts of places. Yeah, it really does. So there you go. I have, you also said in a beautiful part of Switzerland, I don't think any of the things we're going to mention are in an ugly part of Switzerland. No right. comment. Yeah. No, well, which ugly part do you think there is? There is no <laughs> ugly part of Switzerland is my point. And there's some areas of Basel that aren't, aren't too pretty to the old eye, but that's okay. I don't know. I disagree. I still love it. The next one I have for you is the Street Artists Festival, and that is in Ascona, which is just outside of Lucano. Which is a beautiful part of Switzerland. Which is a beautiful part of Switzerland, exactly. See, so just like I said, beautiful parts of Switzerland all over this one. Now, this one is happening on the 7th of June, and it goes until the 10th. And during the four days of the festival, individual artists, as well as professional groups coming from all over the world, present their street performances. So it's set within the picturesque settings of Ascona. The artists offer a colorful program. There's pantomime, stage plays, dance performances, jugglers, tightrope walkers, fire eaters, musicians, clowns, and many more. I mean, clowns. What else could there be? I basically just mentioned everything. I'm sorry, clowns. Yeah, of course. Oh God. So. I think clowns are up there with spiders as far as things that freak me out. I used to be scared of clowns when I was a kid. But I'm not scared of them now. Well, I grew up because they're just people with makeup on. They're creepy. No, no. It's a whole performance. I get it now. I get it. Like being a clown is like, it's a profession. Sure. Doesn't take away that they're still not creepy. Okay, fair enough. I don't think they're creepy. I think, Don, you need to join us in adulthood. All right? Come and join us in adulthood. I'm not ready for it. Okay. So on the street art festival, there's over a hundred 
of free entry performances and they're all over the lakeside so it just fills up the lakeside with a joyful atmosphere at the end of every show the artists go around with a hat and the uh, audience can thank them for their entertainment with a voluntary contribution it's like a very old school type of thing like the idea is like this is just how it used to be and like yeah they do their thing and you reward them appropriately right i i think that um I, I kind of fall on one of two sides with the whole street performers and asking for money thing. So when I was in the US in um, Venice Beach, there was some street performers and it went for a really long time. And the majority of it was them shaming everyone into paying them. And spend they spent a lot of time talking about how $1 wasn't enough, $10 wasn't enough. You know, even $20, like this is their livelihood. There's so many of them. They're doing all these things. They've been practicing for a really long time. And I got sick of it and I got up and I left because I was just like the whole thing pretty much was about how like – $1 $1 wasn't enough, $5 wasn't enough. Like, don't give coins. That's an insult. Was it in, like, a joking manner? It, I mean, they did it in a way that was, like, supposed to be funny, but they were serious. Yeah. 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 They also had some people come up from the crowd and then basically shamed them by, like, making them pull out their wallets and being like, you're only going to give me $10? That's oh, not Oh, that's enough. not. Clap louder if you think you should give us more. And then I was when I was in Perth recently, there was a street performance day and there was this guy. He was actually really, really good. I think he, I, he would be considered a mime. Um, and he – well, I guess not. He had a recording. He didn't speak, but he had a recording. Okay. And I can't remember the words he used, but he did this very, very short speech about how anything that you gave was – was appreciated and he and he was thankful for anything and he and if you couldn't afford to give him anything that that was fine and i was i was like well i'm gonna give him some money then because he was good and i watched him and also he didn't he didn't spend any of the time talking about money except for at that last part and and he made it very short and it wasn't all about that so hopefully the street performers will be more on that side that i saw in perth yeah. and less on the uh, could be an american thing <laughs> maybe may, who knows this guy yeah who, who knows but that that is happening in Escona, and hopefully uh, if you do go and see some street performances you know they that is their livelihood so maybe take a few uh five franc notes oh they don't have notes do they they don't it's Coins. a coin nice big heavy coin i am actually going to be in locarno during that time and my children they love giving money to street performers it doesn't there you go so i need to make sure to bring some extra cash for them so they could the good thing about swiss money is that you can give them those tiny little 50 cents uh 50 wrapping pieces they're tiny they look like five wrapping pieces <laughs> they do but they're worth 50 you cents. give them two and it's a whole dollar whole franc yep All right, what else we got, Don? So this one's a pretty big one. I'm excited about this. It's the Zurich Pride Festival, and it's June 14th and 15th. Um, It's been going on since 1994, and every June it is uh, Zurich's transformed kind of into just a celebration of all things LGBT+, which uh, basically covers everything. So... It's really great. Um, it's a. It's one of the biggest one. Well, it is the biggest event here in Switzerland for sure. Mm. Um, and it's the uh, 
the 50th anniversary of the pride movement. So they're kind of celebrating what they've achieved so far with the motto here in 2019, that strong in diversity. We all stand on the shoulders of courageous champions and supporters who have tirelessly acknowledged our rights. So it's Friday, June 14th from four until midnight, Saturday, June 15th from 2 PM until midnight. And if you go to ZurichPrideFestival.ch, there's a whole range of events um, going from things you could do as far as like a uh, walk or things in the town to clubs at night, all, whatever you're looking for, there's some way to kind of celebrate and uh, celebrate the Zurich Pride Festival. And uh, like I said, it's only two days, um, but it is the site festival is, and I'm going to try and pronounce this and you live in Zurich, you probably know what I'm saying, but it's Zexzaulautenplatz next to the Berkeyplatz, and that is kind of the epicenter of the Pride Festival. Um, and everyone's welcome, even even heterosexuals, everybody's invited, kids, whatever, just go celebrate during the day, um, and then go to ZurichPrideFestival.ch for an entire list of things that are happening um, throughout the two days. The interesting thing, too, is uh, starting on June 1st and through June 16th, there are more than 30 events um, that are tied in to this yeah, two-day like festival. Yeah, like it's a whole week thing. Yeah, the, the, yeah, There's yeah, a yeah. week of pride. Yeah. Um, although we should be proud all year round. Right. But we've got to fight for that, uh, that diversity, don't we? Uh, have you ever been to a pride festival? I have, yeah. Columbus, Ohio has a really great one. Yeah, I never went. I mean, I, it wasn't something that I was encouraged to go to when I was a child, uh, but I really regret not being able to go to a Sydney uh, Pride Festival when I was when I was living there uh, before I left. I was 18 when I left, so I, maybe I could have squeezed one in, but I didn't get there. But so then maybe again, this will be my first, uh, yeah. my first Pride. I mean, so the Zurich one's only really kind of been going since 94, and... Yeah, um, so it's a fairly new one. Yeah, so it, it is, and uh, uh, but you know these have been going on for for years and years. Chicago's had them. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every major city has has a sure. has, a, has a strong Pride Festival. So it's, it's just good to a, see that Zurich has one too. It's a really good thing to see to see these people just come out and really kind of let loose and really be proud of who they are as they should be. You know, I think it's important as well that um, you know Pride has. Uh, you know, also has a demonstration on the 15th. and But it's not just about that. It's like, like we said, it's the whole week, uh, the festival on the weekend, but as well, you know, that demonstration. So it's it's kind of fun, but also super important information, super important um, messages yeah. to get out there about equality. All right. Well, maybe I'll go to Pride this year. Other than that, we've got some... Um, that I mean, we've kind of jumped ahead a little bit. I've got something happening on the eighth and ninth, so then let's jump back. Got to do a bit of a re- rewind um, because World Heritage Days are coming up on the eighth and ninth. So this is eleven different locations in Switzerland. Um, so if you want to check out specific locations, head to worldheritagedays.ch. But basically, we. What it is, is the UNESCO World Heritage Sites are going to be celebrating. It's the fourth edition of World Heritage Days. So a very new festival. So it's 11 sites will open their doors and invite you to discover their secrets, their uniqueness, and their extraordinary value. 
So World Heritage Sites are witnesses of land and human history. They tell the origin of the country and are part of the Swiss identity. Each of these 11 places represent authenticity, quality and diversity through the generations. And despite their uniqueness, these World Heritage Sites have one thing in common, the universal value that they share with the world community. So every year during the second weekend of June, the World Heritage Sites will open their doors and invite you to discover their secrets. So what is it? Some of the highlights include the three castles of Bellinzona. They're going to have free entry to all castles as well as a food and wine tour, which is available with a reservation. Now, this is I'm, I'm pretty peeved about this. I am going to the Bellinzona castles one week early. Mm. So I'm going to have to pay. But I hear they're very beautiful. So if you're in the area and you want a freebie, that is that is one worth going to. The uh, other one that sounds interesting to me is there is a 50% discount for the UNESCO stroll through the old town in the city of Bern. So it goes through the old town and is, uh, there's also a guided tour of the clock tower. Uh, so that one's in Bern. What else have we got? There's a children's uh, activities and a discount for the fossil museum at the Monte San Gorgio, Giorgio. I don't know how to say that word. Wow, that's a that's a tough one. Yeah. Oh well, you know, it's on the website. It's on the website. <laughs> um, there's the there's a guided hike uh, in the in the Jungfrau uh, region, um, and you can also do the tasting of the famous Schönenbrau beer. There is what else is there? There's so much. There's uh, guided tours at the Benedict uh, Convent of Saint John's in. Musta. Uh, so there you go. Guided tours, lots of guided tours, lots of free tours, lots of free entries or half price entries. But I think your best one is your free entries entrance to the three castles in Bellinzona. Yeah, I've I think heard that's those your are pretty, best value. Those are pretty special. Yeah, might be busy then on the, that weekend. Well, you know, it is free, so. There you go. So the World Heritage uh, site is whes.ch, uh, and you can also just go to. Um, worldheritagedays.ch and it will list all of the places hopefully there's something near you it's always worth supporting and and enjoying the world heritage sites it is so this next one i got is also the same weekend as the zurich pride festival june 14th and 15th and also the same weekend of my golf trip with your husband so i didn't (laughs) plan this very well however i uh Please go in my stead and take videos and send them to me. It's the Rappersville Blues and Jazz Festival. Now, Rappersville is a small little town uh, right on a lake um, just south of Zug, I believe. And it is a stunning location. But this Blues and Jazz Festival is one of the best in Switzerland. It is going to last all day Friday, all day Saturday. And if you go to the website, you're going to find a long, long list of who's playing, um, their style of music, all that cool stuff. The one thing I do like about what this festival has done is whether you have, if you have Spotify or if you don't have Spotify, you can go to YouTube and they've created a playlist of all the people that are appearing. So sometimes you go to a festival and you're like, I don't know any of these people, right? But it's a festival. I want to go. This is great. So the Rappersville Blues and Jazz Fest have created these playlists so you could listen to the artists before you go to really kind of get an idea on their types of music and how they sound and if you want to listen to them or not. So That's an excellent idea. Isn't that a great that idea? Really I love idea. that. I mean, it's a good way to discover music as well, like discover someone new. 
I know. Yeah. I'm always looking for, I get stuck in ruts and I'm always looking I for I know. You messaged new. me the other day, what music can I listen to? I'm like, I don't know. I have children. I don't have time to listen to music. You were no help. Yeah. Zero help. Yeah. I did find this band from Michigan that kind of sounds like Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. That was kind of interesting. Greta Van Fleet. No, I never heard of them. Uh, they, kinda, they had a Led Zeppelin thing going for them. Anyway. Uh, back to the Rappersville Blues and Jazz Festival. Another cool thing about this, it's one of the country's most affordable open-air events. Um, check this out. So a day ticket in advance um, will cost you about 90 francs, which is actually a really good price for a, for a festival. For the whole weekend? Uh, for a day ticket. Oh, for a day yeah. ticket. But like I said, I mean, these days are long days. Yeah. Okay, you get a lot of music for 90 francs. Um, so you could also, uh, ticket corners where you can get some tickets, um, children and teenagers, uh, born before 2005 have free entry. That's pretty good. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Uh, the advanced sale, uh, from June 1st and then at the box office. So if, if you can't, uh, um, Advanced sale, if you get advanced sale tickets, they're only 60 francs. Oh, that's a bargain. Yeah, and for the two days, it's 110. Mm. So it's really, really good if you could get it before you go. Maybe while you're at the golf with my husband, I will go to this, this jazz festival. I think so. But you got to get the tickets before the end of May. So if you're listening to this, yeah, Too like late. two days. Yeah. <laughs> it might be two days. Um, but, but 90 yeah. francs is still a bargain. Really, really good. Uh, so go check out their website. Um, at the Rappersville Blues and Jazz Festival for the entire list. And go check out those playlists so you can really get an idea on who's going to be there. Now, this next one is a yearly event that is so huge. They, I mean, it even How has, huge is it, Susie? They have celebrities even come to this one. Art Basel is coming up. Can you believe it? They've already started putting out the, uh, the flags and all sorts in Basel. You love art. This is this is your jam, Art Basel, is I, it not? So I love Art Basel probably for different reasons than maybe other people do. I do love modern and contemporary art. I absolutely love it. Um, I am not by any means knowledgeable in the art world. What I love about Art Basel is looking at all of the people who come from far and wide who come to Basel and, like, they're all wearing, you know, strange and wonderful clothes sometimes they might be like head to toe in designer gear that like you might have seen on a runway or they might just be really oddly dressed which is my kind of jam and I just think it's so interesting the people that that art Basel pulls because Basel is conservative when it comes to the way people dress Switzerland is conservative well I didn't want to talk for the whole of Switzerland you know that generalization and all of that but Sometimes I even get odd looks about the glasses, the sunglasses I wear, and I don't even think that they're that big and bold. But they like they're I, funky. That's all. They're just funky. But I love that there's people out there who like live for that day by day, and just then they come to Basel for for Art Basel, and like yeah, they're wearing like the biggest rhinestoned clothing you know, shoes that have got spikes on them, glasses that are bigger than their face. Like that's, that's what I, that's, I want to live like that. That's my <laughs> life that I want to have. Now, Art Basel brings in like, you know, Brad Pitt comes, um, Kanye West comes to it. Um, you know, there's always someone famous at Art Basel. And it's probably because they also have 
Art Basel in Miami, and mm-hmm. it's a it's a big deal all over the world. So it uh, it stages the world's premier premier modern and contemporary uh, artists. Uh, you can enjoy the sights at this top international art show for contemporary works. So it brings the art world together with the world's leading galleries showing works of over four thousand artists. So there's a full program of artwork talks that take place every day. And the exhibition and events are also offered by cultural institutions in Basel and the surrounding area. So it's a, an exciting and region-wide art week. Um, don't do what I did at Art Basel one year and um, go up to a moving piece of art and touch it. Oh, how did that work out for you? Uh, I think I'm on a, a like a blacklist. <laughs> I think I'm not allowed back. Why did you touch it? Well, because it it kind of like was inviting you Are to you touch five? it. Five. It was like a, a hands-on exhibition. Just this one piece wasn't oh. wasn't supposed to be touched. Anyway, he wasn't happy with me. But do you was know there what? was there a sign? If I had broken it, that could have been the art. <laughs> right. It's just I might have made it more valuable. How how pissed was that guy? He wasn't artist? happy. He wasn't happy. But um, yeah, you know, what are they going to do? <laughs> uh, I apologize oh. to that artist. No idea who he was. Uh, but, you know, it's always interesting to see different kinds of, you know, odd and weird art. I remember one year there was these giant silicon like molds and they were like piped. So like they were spiky and they were giant and they were just kind of like blobs of colored things and i loved it i have no idea what their purpose was no idea what it meant no idea what it represented but i really liked it my first experience with with modern contemporary art was in chicago at the contemporary art museum and i'm walking through it and like i'm getting like it's just weird (laughs) and then finally we get to this one exhibit where you look up and this it had to be 50 feet high the ceiling and from the top of the ceiling was a like taxidermied horse hanging from a sling and that was an exhibit and after that i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna check out of this i'm not this isn't for me yeah i'm gonna i'm a hard pass on contemporary art i'm it it just really freaked me out it just freaked you out the horse thing Yeah. yeah i can see that but that that's the point of art to create a um, a response, any kind of response. You hate it, you love it. I guess. That's what art is. I guess. I actually watched a really interesting uh, YouTube video recently on uh, the art uh, idea of white, uh, you know, like a canvas that is just painted white and how um, it, it creates like such um, controversy with people. Like people get angry that there's that, that somebody has, you know, painted a canvas white and then it sells for hundreds of thousands or even millions of dollars and people get mad about that and a lot of people's responses is i could do that myself and uh you hear yeah you hear that all the time the, yeah the the most uh interesting and rememberable rememberable part of that youtube video i watched was the lady who uh was a uh, curator she said you didn't that's the point Right, you I understand that. that. I completely understand that. So, like, anyone that. can draw something, um, but you didn't, and that is, you know, th- that's your own fault for not doing right. it. Right. So I completely understand that point of view. I really, really do. 
Um, it's, it's kind of like, you just you, didn't want to put a taxidermy horse in your house. <laughs> right. But it's kind of like when you see like, uh, like a really good idea for like a restaurant or a business and you're like, why didn't I think of that? Well, yeah. you didn't. Right. Right. So it's kind of the same thing. It's like, yeah, yeah everyone could, claims that they create, they invented the iPhone. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, that was my idea. Yeah. I had that yeah, idea. Too bad. Yeah. You didn't do it. So I, I get that point. I do. I love art. I love that it has such, uh, like, it creates such, like, diversity, like, a difference with people. Like, um, some people hate it. Some people love it. Like, the way that it creates such a an interesting response in people. Yeah. I like that. Now, the tickets for Art Basel uh, can get a little pricey. Let me give you a, an idea of them. A day ticket is 58 francs. You can get a two-day ticket for 98 francs. There's a permanent ticket for 140. If you want a premium ticket, they're 600 francs. But the good news is if you want to go in the evening, when it's a little quieter, if you want to go after five, a ticket for the day, for the evening day, is only 30 francs. You can get reduced tickets if you're a student or a senior. There's a, a deal that I didn't know, I don't know if they did this previous years or if this is a new thing, but like a friend's ticket. So three of you can get a ticket for 159 francs. So you get it slightly reduced than that day ticket price. How much is the ticket to hang out with Kanye? Uh, that one, you need a special uh, invite only Okay. Um, to that. There is also uh, a tour for children. That's 25 francs. That's an unlimited tour for kids. Uh, and the good news is, is that children are free, excluding that unlimited tour, up to the age of 12, but they do need to be... Um, with an adult and <laughs> just drop them off at Art Basel. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> two hours, kids. Exactly. Two hours, leaving them there all, the whole day. Um, all of those tickets include, um, they're valid for the film sector screenings, but you do need to get, uh, tickets for that, but it, the price is included. So you, you know, you, you just need to go and get a ticket at the, at the Messi. So the Messi Platz is the location for Art Basel. It starts officially on the 11th of June, but that is by invitation only. Ooh. And then um, the um, the Vernissage is also by invitation only. That's where all your famous people are going to be. That's on the 12th of June. So if you can get in there, lucky you. Send us tickets if you want. Uh, if you want some local <laughs> local uh, news reporters in there. And then the public days start on Thursday the 13th of June and that goes until Sunday the 16th of June. So if you haven't been to Art Basel yet, it's definitely worth checking out. I love it uh, and I think you will too. But uh, if you're like Don and you don't like taxidermied horses, then maybe give it a miss. So I got also something for, for Basel and this isn't uh, this is actually on June 29th and it's at the Globus, which is... Uh, right in the heart of marked plots, and just getting ready to talk about this has my mouth watering. It is the Mexican specialties tasting. Well, you do so, love some food, don't you? Oh, Mexican food is something I cannot wait to have when I go back to the states next month. <laughs> so, one of be the first things I do is to sink my teeth into some really good Mexican food. However, if uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to wait that long, so this. The Globus in Basel has a uh, has a really nice grocery store, but on the 29th of June, they are going to be highlighting all the different uh, types of Mexican food that they sell there. So uh, it is uh, it doesn't cost anything to go to. There's going to be a lot of free samples to try. Um, you can get some of the actually I found really good salsa there. 
um, before. So I do like to go there for my salsa, but like the tortilla chips and all that, just, just good, uh, Mexican food. It's just, you could, you could go there and really enjoy it. It's sponsored by Maria Dolores who makes this, uh, make some of these things like the tortilla chips and the salsa and the guacamole and tortillas. And it's just, it's very, very good. I highly recommend going to try it. And uh, if you like it as much, you buy it and go home that day and make yourself a nice little Mexican meal for, for the family. You, you're going to not be able to think of anything else now. I'm so, No, not at all. That, that's the problem when we talk about food. Then we get sidetracked. Yeah, because my next one's almost as, as good, but I'll let you. <laughs> You'll continue. let me. Quick, change the subject. Let's yes. stop talking about food. Now, I've got uh, one last one for you. This one is happening on the 20th of June until the 23rd, and it is called Burning Mountain Festival, Place of Love, Peace, and Art. So you can plunge into a friendly atmosphere at the Festival of Love, Peace and Art surrounded by Swiss mountains. So it's, it's hard for me to work out where this is. It says it's in the mountains. Yes, yeah, in Susie. the mountains. It's in Zernes. 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 Z-E-R-N-E-Z. <laughs> I, I've never heard of it. Have I mean, you? either now. Um, it's above 1,450 meters over the sea level. The Burning Mountain takes place in the middle of one of the highest inhabited valleys of Europe, the Engadine. Come in and enjoy the campsite next to the beautiful River Inn and relax in one of the most amazing spots along the Psytrance Circuit. So there you go. So they don't just have music. They've also got th- flamethrowers, dozens of performance artists, fire installations a huge central fire some say that they are pyromaniacs but no clowns no clowns well they might be clowns they might just be like more kind of artsy clowns okay as opposed to like street clowns yeah so they love to make the mountains burn that's kind of their their motto let's make the mountains burn is this kind of like burning man but in the mountains yeah i guess so okay okay they've got the best djs uh they've got an amazing lineup they you know there's there's uh it's four days surrounded by artists creative minds and people that think the way that you do if that's your sort of thing there's shops from creators all over the world selling goods uh, and there's food, there's a food, obviously there's always got a food festival. The thing about these sorts of Swiss festivals is that the food is always good. I remember going to festivals in Australia and the food being like the absolute worst. Yeah. yeah. At least here they've got like proper proper stuff. They've also got vegan and vegetarian offers. So you don't have to worry if that is what you need. So tickets can be got at uh, burning-mountain.ch and there's like early bird tickets um there's uh tickets some tickets have sold out so you are going to have to maybe pay a little bit more there's four day passes there's the the gate price is 210 uh francs so if you do want to get there um on the day and get your ticket when you arrive that is absolutely fine you can do that there is parking tickets so if you do drive by car you will have to pay 20 francs to park your car but that is okay i think that's a good price if you're going to drive all the way there you know you need to park your car so 20 francs is a pretty good deal so there you go if uh if that is your sort of festival they've got a nice website that gives you all the information you can look at that name that i couldn't quite say zianez 
in Switzerland, 20th to the 23rd of June. And that's it for me. I got nothing else. Okay, I'm going back to food. So I talked Mexican food. Now I am talking trout. Delicious, yummy trout. So our friend uh, Tech Erzinger, who is a poet who was uh, recently on our podcast talking about her new book, um, she wrote about the Trout Festival for Hello Switzerland. And this is in Pef, uh, excuse me, Fafikon, where she lives, which is near Zurich. And it is on Lake Fafikon. And the idea is about uh, every 20 minutes, they're going to cook 150 blue trout in one of the biggest pans the world has ever seen. That's crazy. Yeah. So Every 20 minutes? Every 20 minutes. Um, it is... Accompanied with potatoes that have butter lemon sauce and the morsels of the trout just kind of melt in your mouth. It sounds really, really that good. That does sound good. Doesn't it? Um, the festival goes until midnight. The festival is on June 29th. It goes until midnight. There's a local band that takes place in a large tent. Rain or shine, tent. Rain or shine doesn't really matter. They, they average about 2,000 people. Uh, it's just... Food, drink, you're by the lake. It's probably going to be a beautiful day because it's in late June. Um, it's on Lake Fafikan. Go eat some good trout, man. This sounds awesome. That, that does sound like sound a blast. Awesome. Yeah. At first I was like, I'm not interested in a trout festival. That sounds really weird. But then 150 trout being cooked up every 20 minutes. Yum. Yum, indeed. I wonder how big that pan is. Oh, I'd, I'd love to go see it just for that. Okay, and the final the final thing I got is a very traditional thing here in Switzerland. It's called the Alp Aufzug. And what this means is around 500 cattle that are being bred on the Enstalgen Alp are going to be led down the mountain. Don't they go up the mountain now? I don't know. Do they go up the mountain? No, they go down the mountain. It's your, Alp, it's your event. Alp, Alp, Zug. No, they go up the mountain. You're correct. <laughs> up the mountain because it gets hot. Right. Up the mountain. Makes more sense. Thank you, Susie. They come down in October. Yes. So in June, they go up. Yep. Okay. So here's the thing. At about 5.30 a.m., the cows start their hike. Okay. They, got their, they got their Jack Wolfskin. <laughs> Sorry. I'll be in bed. They got their Jack Wolfskin boots on. They got their backpacks. They got their walking sticks, and they're heading up the hill. The, the, the cows do? <laughs> yeah. They got their backpacks on? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so this is it's, – it's a very traditional thing, and there's about, uh, there's about 500 of these cows that are going up this steep slope. Uh, they have to overcome 600 meters in height on a short stretch. The strenuous climb along a rock face in a narrow path over rocks, go over by waterfalls. I mean, it's it's a legit hike for these things, okay? But you could either watch them go up the hill or you can meet them at the top of the hill and stay up there and have them come on, you know, see them when they come up. Like but cheer it's, them on? Like, yeah. well done, you did so well. Yeah. I wonder if there's a medal for first. <laughs> I don't know. But they do wear, like, those really traditional bells. And, yeah, like, it's and the a, flowers. It's a really, yeah. it's a big deal, but yeah. yeah. They do treat their cows good here, don't that they? That is going to be at the end of June. I don't think a date is set yet because it kind of depends on some certain things. Um, but the Engstilgen Alp offers... A aerial cable car ride 
um, and a brunch in the Mountain Hotel for about 50 francs. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Four, four years ago, this, this person right here would not have said that's good. Everything in Switzerland seems to have settled for me with the pricing. I know. That... It's so weird how that happens. I know. Now, if you couldn't understand any of our pronunciations because we are hopeless, then our uh, Facebook post, our website will have a list of all of the things we've mentioned with websites that you can click on that will take you straight to where you need to go. So, you know, if you thought, oh, yeah, that sounds good. I have no idea what uh, town you just said, (laughs) then, you know me either um but we will have those that information for you so you don't have to fret about missing out on on any of the important information just make a mental note and then go check out the show notes and they'll be there show notes awesome so that's it for june have a great month see you later (laughs) 